Another episode of the Feeding Frenzy. You are, of course, listening in with the big man, the Force. Uh, just reminding everybody that no wombats were harmed making this episode of the podcast. <laughs> now, uh, I'd like to firstly welcome uh, my two guests with me today. Firstly, Sean Lethal Lucas. Hello. <laughs> G'day. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Bit nervous? No, not good. at all. Good. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'm not sure what your nickname is, but uh, my second guest is Rikaya. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Do you have a nickname yet? Kaya. Kaya. <laughs> yeah. Surely we can do better than that. <laughs> I mean, you could, but uh, I don't, don't have we'll any. Work on it. We'll work on it. <laughs> I've, got one, I've got one straight off the bat. I think we should start calling you KO, just for knocking people out. Yeah, so actually, <laughs> that would be accurate. That's yeah. pretty good. Charge to a pack on the game. I don't mind that. <laughs> Uh, all right, so welcome, ladies, uh, to episode one. We are, of course, starting season three of the podcast today, so uh, really good to be back and in the saddle, ready to rock and roll. Now, I don't know about you ladies, but round one snuck up on me. Far out. Where did that come from? Oh, <laughs> it was long time overdue. Like, we were pre-season training for three months. About not, that, yeah. yeah. It was a long pre-season, so it was long overdue, but, yeah, it did creep around the corner. Suddenly it was like, three weeks, two weeks, bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did it almost feel sort of unreal a bit, Raquel? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Driving to Denmark, I was shaking. I was just like, oh, my God, i got to play footy. <laughs> I'm going to get tackled. <laughs> Hopefully all nervous excitement, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's good. So... Um, so before we get stuck into the round that was with the with the sharks, we will of course just have a quick look at the feeding frenzy flashback. Now I am without my good man Jake the snake today, so I'm going to have to rock it solo, missing Yakuta. Uh, so last week on Friday night we had Railways versus Kangas. Uh, Railways coming out victors on that game, thirty nine to seven. Uh, interestingly, Kangas kicked all seven of those points as behinds. Uh, the Bulls finishing off in a massively close game between Royals and the Bulls. Uh, Royals came out on top 17-10, to 10, so very close game there. And, of course, the game that we're all here to hear about, which was Sharks versus Denmark. Uh, Sharks came out victorious 32-11, to 11, so 21-point victory Yay. to start off the season. <laughs> yeah. Not a bad way to kick off. Um, Sean, what do you think? Yeah, I was pretty stoked with that. Yeah. Yeah. How was the uh, how was the emotion on the game when it was all in motion? Like, what what did it feel like to be finally out there again? Oh yeah, there was a lot of nervous energy and a lot of charge going on. Um, I think, spe- like just being with the midfielders, we just kind of honed in straight away and just smashed into it and just got into the game early. Um, and it just kept up some good energy, just good talk, um, kept the intensity up for most of the game as best we could, and yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, it looked like a very intense game, uh, especially during that second quarter. Uh, Rico, you obviously playing your first game of f- women's adult football. Yeah. Um, how did it feel in that second quarter when Denmark looked like they were going to really push back? It was a bit nerve-wracking. I just, you know, playing against my schoolgirls, I was kind of like, oh, I really want to beat them. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I think... It was more just everyone was a bit tired because we just pumped it in the first quarter and then we made a comeback. But it did feel really nerve-wracking, though, just being that close 
close score. <laughs> yeah, especially um, I was having a chat with Emma Ashton on the game and um, she was saying that last year Denmark just kept coming back harder and better in each game that they played and uh, obviously once again this year coming back even stronger again. They had some, mm. some really good numbers out there and they, they put up a pretty good contest. Yeah, yeah they did. They were pretty tough to beat. Oh, they've got great players on their team. It was often, you know, one Shark v two or three Denmark girls, so it was quite tough. Um, so, yeah, we just had to keep giving it. In the second quarter, yeah, they started to come back, so it was a little bit worrying, but just smashed it back in the third. Yeah, the third and the fourth quarter is obviously um, pretty, pretty, you know, uh, one-way traffic sort of thing, but... Uh, mm-hmm. One of the highlights from that game, obviously, was Steph Grant kicking four goals. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, nailed it. Get the ball to Steph. <laughs> <laughs> game plan. Done. That's it. Well, she, she played a fantastic game again. Um, were, were there any other sort of breakout stars that you saw, Sean, for you? Oh, yes, little Mac. Mackenzie. She's yep. amazing. She's So we've got five girls, four or five girls under 16, mm-hmm. um, and they're all very exciting to watch. And little Matt was in defence and she just kept punching it out, whacking it out, getting behind the ball, just not afraid to get in there. And she's half the height of a lot of the older girls and half the age of a lot of them. So she was amazing. I loved watching her. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about you for you, you, Rikai? Obviously, uh, as we said, your first game of senior football. But who sort of, who did you sort of see out there who was standing out for you? Uh, Definitely lethal. She just gave it to everyone just like she belted through like at least four players at one stage and just you know nailed it Kept running yeah and her kicks are just on point like she'd just run through four players and then belt it off and she'd still be running around trying to get the ball still like i just yeah i thought that was awesome that, no that was really awesome and did i hear correctly you got best on ground for that game no, I got third best on. Nearly. <laughs> no, no, no big deal. <laughs> oh, yeah, not a bad effort, but no, it was pretty cool. Very good. Yeah. Excellent. So, um, what is it? Because uh, you've you've played a bit of football in Perth. Uh, we were talking about beforehand. You've played probably. Uh, I think you said it's been a five year break since you've played football uh, in the sort of older sort of category. But yeah. um, were you playing night games then as well? Yeah, up in Perth. No, they were Sunday games. Mm. Um. So, yeah, just as annoying as the men's season on a Sunday. <laughs> no, nah, so, yeah, not, well, maybe one or two night games, but I mostly go. So how does it feel, how does that compare to playing a night game under lights in a place like Denmark with Centennial Stadium? Yeah, it's just really cool playing under lights. Um, much more of a vibe and people, at the end of the week, you just come down, chill out, grab a drink, watch some footy. So it definitely creates more of a community, sense of community and just, yeah, more exciting vibe with bigger crowds. Because, you know, it's Friday night, you're not planning on doing much anyway. So come on down for a good old footy game. Yeah, and they are good, good, good games so far yeah. from what we've seen. Um, Rikai, how does it sort of stack up for you? Do you think night games are more exciting or would you rather be playing in the daylight, do you think? Um, night time's pretty good because it's not as hot. And, I mean, for me with my asthma, obviously, when it gets, like, towards the end of the night, it's not good for yep. me. But... I honestly, I enjoy it way more than playing day games. Yeah. So what do you do to sort of combat your asthma as far as the season going on? Do you, is it just a matter of having the, um, yeah. I, I don't know what you the call it. The Ventolin. The Ventolin, yeah. that's the word. <laughs> um, so I usually, I always run with it, especially in my, like, the skins I've got. It has a little pocket on yep. the, near my hips. I just have it in there and, yeah, I know. <laughs> when you get tackled, you do feel it, but... Yep. It's not actually that bad, but um, I find that if I'm 
on and I'm on for the whole one that asthma will get worse. So Ricky will just, you know, Ricky knows he takes me off, you know, for that quarter or something, no, like 10 minutes or something. Mm. And it's just, you know, a matter of drinking some water and letting that asthma kick in, yep. just the Ventolin. But yeah, other than that, it's, it's pretty much all I can do. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like you've got it pretty well managed between having obviously your uh, Ventolin on hand and also you've let Ricky know and you sort of got a rotation plan in, which is really good. Yeah. Just on the subject, um, how are you ladies finding Ricky Inneman as coach this year so far? I quite like him as a coach. I think he's really good. He's really supportive. Yeah. Um, obviously, when I started, I was crap. <laughs> and he just, you know, <laughs> he just gave compliments. And it really boosted my, um, like, you know, thought of how I was doing with my footy. And it just it made me want to come to training as well. Especially with, like, Liam and Jake. They just boost the energy and just make you want to come to training and make it fun but yeah <laughs> I'll tell you what for a bloke who's got um as far as I'm aware he doesn't have any daughters he's just got a, a, a little rabble of uh, young fellows at, at his face uh but for a fella who's he's got a bunch of young boys he's he's very good at um managing the women's side I think yeah he does, he does very well yeah he <laughs> can it's do it sometimes to hear from us. it's a little bit shell shock sometimes it's like signed up for Ricky <laughs> maybe, maybe you're all the um, the adopted daughters that he just never had that's exactly like him I'd be murdered come Christmas time <laughs> no, he's doing a fantastic job and as we've said like because we've talked about him plenty um, mm. and rightly so because he, he does so much for our club but yeah. it's just nice to see how much confidence and pride he has you know when he's out there and he's managing the game and I tell you what, I have never seen him strut like he did when he walked off after the end of that game to go sing the song. <laughs> yeah. He definitely had a bit of uh, pep in his step on his way into the change rooms there. Yeah, he's put a lot of work in. And he's been really good with, like, so I went to him and just said, like, I'm struggling with overhead marking. So he pulled me off to the side on training. He was like, right, let's go. Um, and just had me practicing with him side to side, or off to the side, which was really good. Like, he listened. It was, yeah, a bit of a flyaway comment by me. Like, oh, I suck at this. And then he remembered that and capitalised on it and helped me out with it. And he's done that with a few other girls too, so it's really good. That's really impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Good skills. Um, now, you, uh, Rakei, you beat me to it. You're obviously talking about Snake and Big Mac as your assistant coaches. How, how are they sort of settling in at the moment? Really good. Yeah, they're awesome. Um, the amount of stuff I've learnt off Jake in this season is just amazing. Like... I probably wouldn't be playing as good as what I do if it wasn't for, you know, Ricky and, and Jake. But, yeah. yeah, I quite, I really enjoy them being there as well and so supportive as well. And Big Mac's just, you know, you can have a laugh with him and everything and he gives you good pointers and everything like that. And he's always there if you, you need a Ventolin or... Especially <laughs> <laughs> <Special> Ventolin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm loving what I'm hearing so far. Big Mac's there for comic relief and also for drugs. <laughs> so that's great. Snake's there for some zest. <laughs> <laughs> zest? Oh, that's... Oh, don't tell him that. He'll float away on that anyway. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, just the same sort of question to you. How, how do you think those two fellas are complementing Ricky's coaching style? Yeah, really good. Where Rick can be um, a bit mellow with the girls sometimes, um, Snake will bring the, the hard... Fist. Right, this is what's happening. <laughs> Get better at this, do this. So it's a bit of um, stronger direction if 
if needed. Yep. So it's going pretty well. Yeah, Big Mac's there for good vibes and yeah. mentally, nah, he does awesome too. He's got some very handy tips, so it's very good. That's good, that's good. Um, I was actually having a chat with Snake about this the other day and he was saying that he's just really enjoying playing that secondary role, mm, um, yeah. which is really good to see because he's coached uh, under-14s previously and I think he took them right up to a grand final when they yeah. lost the final. Oh. I think it was two years ago, don't quote me on that, but um, he, look, he took a lot of pride in his little mm. his young fellas and he's um, coached a lot of them into coming across to the Sharks. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice, he's sort of found where he belongs in the squad as that number two guy so that when yeah. I did see when the interchanges were happening um, mm. he was able to have a one-on-one with the girls as they're coming off yeah and fantastic. sort of just let it, letting them know you know whether it's whether they did well or what they need to do next time or what their next you know um, what their next target will be once they're out there again so yeah. just good to see that he's, he's settled into that role really well because he's a very energetic person um, and some people might say he's a bit polarizing but um, it's just it's nice to see that he's sort of found where he, where he belongs in that side. Yeah, for sure. No, he brings heaps of energy, which is great. Um, yeah, it's awesome. And he will pull you aside and give you individual pointers where it's easy, like with Rip being head coach, you know, he'll say cover the general things maybe and then Snake has that advantage of being able to step back and kind of look at people individually to help out with the team. So it's a good, yeah. good um, trade-off yeah. for both of them. Well, that's really good. So, um, just moving on a little bit, we've obviously mm. got Kangas this week, uh, which is going to be very exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a side that we've sort of developed, I guess, a bit of a healthy rivalry with. Um, I know last year, I think the last game that we played before everything got shut down was against Kangas. That was, yeah, the game I played. Yeah. That was the, <laughs> the golden game. <laughs> the golden game. <laughs> so you've that's got a pretty it. successful um, Sharks winning rate at the moment, don't you, two games? Yes, that's it. <laughs> should just retire now. Yeah, that's right. Go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> just just did it a second time to prove it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, so anyway, as I was saying, so, uh, from what I can see, it's sort of a healthy rivalry because mm. I think they beat us in the first game last year. We came okay. back and won the second one. Yeah around um and that the energy on that game i remember it so well it was such a shame because obviously as we as we said auntie rona shut us down mm. uh put it into the ladies footy season right when it was just starting to peak and get really exciting and the finals race was on and it was anybody's game sort of thing yeah so it was a bit of a bit of a shame but as i said that there's just that seems to be um it's it's a friendly rivalry from what i can see it's not it's not something that's aggressive i don't mm. think Oh, yeah, I can't... There was a, maybe a bit of aggression in last year's game. Yeah. But, like, hey, if I can't remember it that well, it can't have been that bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and I remember it being a competitive, strong game. It was a wet game, too. Yes. Which we might be getting again this Friday. Mm-hmm. I haven't checked the forecast, but so it could just be a repeat. Yeah. Hopefully a repeat with a win. But we, the Sharks do better in the water, though, don't they? That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um... Just from, you know, obviously, okay, you're playing your second game this week? Uh, yep. Yep, so you'll be, um, how does it sort of feel knowing that there is a bit of a, a, a to and fro with this side, this is a side that could really test you um, just that little bit more? How does that sort of feel going into this game? Um, well, either way, I'm still nervous. <laughs> I'm nervous every game, but um, I think it's just more like, I think uh, once I get out there, it's I just know it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just the build up to the game. I get really quite nervous, and I'm just like, oh, these girls are a lot bigger than me, and a lot more, you know, 
quicker than me and more talented. It's just it kind of freaks me out sometimes. But then I kind of get on and you really do like, you get along with the girls really well. Like, I mean, if it's you're in defense and they're all off kicking goals, you kind of just have a joke with the person next to you and just, you know, get to know them. But um, yeah, I'm, either way, I reckon I'm going to be pretty pumped for it. Yeah. <laughs> So what is it? Um, what sort of positions are you playing at the moment? Because I know lethal, you're you're a midfielder all the way. Yeah, I was actually in half. I was in defence for the game last year, and then went half forward for our scratchy, and then selection for game day. Bam, you're in the centre. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but K is mostly defence. Hey, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what sort of are you playing the back pocket sort of region, or are you playing at, uh, with the sort of half flank? Uh well, last game I was playing a bit of both. Okay. But mostly. It was back pocket. Yeah. I quite enjoy that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I've always played defence in any sport, so it's kind of just, you know, a thing that I'm kind of used to playing. <laughs> and is it sort of a bit of a, a relief knowing that you've got the captain down there as well? Yeah. Oh, Brady, as soon as the ball comes, she just gives you direction and it helps. Like, as a new player, like, it helps so much. And having her give you that feedback and then giving you the, you know, kind of push to you can do it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I reckon she does a great job down there. That's right. That's probably partly the reason I love going down there to play defence in footy is with Brady there to give me, you know, good advice. Yeah. <laughs> I think what I'm enjoying the most so far from what I've seen of Brady is the fact that she's taking on that general role really well. Yeah. So she's gone from being a really great defender who's got a really good kick on both feet, which is very <laughs> impressive. Um, to someone who's now, she's just running that back line, you know, and she's doing it well, like, um, she seems to be very, she has good judgment over when she wants someone to move and where she wants them to be, yeah. so it's good to see that she's taken on that role so well and she's doing such a good job with it, like, it's just, it's always nice to see someone given that responsibility and just take it on and just, you know, thrive from it. Yeah, no, she's yeah. taken a captaincy really seriously and really tried to support everybody and just be the best captain and supporting role she can so she's doing really well mm. yeah yeah we won't go too much into that because we're hoping to have her on next week but yeah. um <laughs> no away it's all the secrets what's that <laughs> we won't give away all the secrets yet well i mean otherwise i have nothing to talk about next week <laughs> <laughs> uh so um i guess building on that uh obviously you've got your captain down the back and you've also got a really large leadership group this year don't we yeah, yeah. five girls oh <laughs> uh, yeah well Leith has just taken off, so maybe down to four now. Yeah. Leith, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, who who was in that um, vice captaincy role? Got, we had we, we had four vice captains, didn't we? Was that the? Yeah. So, um, Alethea, Lindy, Steph, and Britt. That's right, yeah. Steph. That's that was the other one I was thinking of. Yeah. So, um, how do you find that's working so far? Obviously, having just leadership spread throughout the ground. Yeah. No, I think it's really good. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just to know that in each third that there's uh just people in, in leadership roles like willing to give direction and that's what you need and we've got like a solid chunk of new girls who need direction so it's really good on the field to have them out there and just yeah playing that leadership role now i know you might think that you just got away with that what but you didn't what? that was a nice netball term there talking about your thirds <laughs> yeah. well it's still in thirds isn't it well it's sort of it's attack defense <laughs> and it's center <laughs> Straight out of your head, <laughs> and play it, didn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. hard to break a 15-year habit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, do you 
just speaking on 15-year habits and your netball career just quickly, um, yeah. last year your netball team did pretty well, didn't it? We did. It was very exciting. I nearly didn't rock up to netball trials because <laughs> the day was a super nice day and I just remembered how scary trials were and I was like, oh, I can just bail. But no, then I got in a really nice team with really lovely people and we took out a premier, so it was really cool. Yeah, and not just premier, you also took out the Division 1 premiership, didn't you? Yeah, it's pretty cool. Come on, you've got to go all the way if you're going to Oh, you know, yeah. it was a premier. All the way, it was pretty Super good. exciting, yeah. Played in front of a big crowd and just everyone gets so hyped and coming from the city, it's just not as much hype around it. Um, yeah, so... We're a funny little town, Albany. We are very sports-driven, aren't we? Yeah, really value A-grades and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, so how does, how does that sort of correlate coming from netball across the football? Are there any skills, other than obviously, you know, you, you obviously take a lot of um, catches, playing netball sort of thing, like mm. catching the ball, similar to what you mark the football. Yeah. Are there any other sort of skills that correlate really well between the two? Yeah, sports? I find... Well, well, catching the ball is somewhat difficult because it's just that so used to catching a round ball. So have, having having had to train myself to catch footy is a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, I said reading the play is something I've brought across. Often I like sit back and just kind of try and analyse where the ball's about to go rather than drain my energy going somewhere without thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and leading as well. Um, it's like just pushing up in netball, not pushing off your player, but standing on your player and in footy, shoving off them and going ham for the ball. Yeah. Um, I think that's definitely something that's come across from netball, mm. which some people may find surprising, but there you go. Well, it's interesting because realistically, up until sort of very recently, especially as far as I'm aware, we haven't really had a lot of women playing contact sports in football sort of mm. thing. I mean, take Albany, for example. I think yeah. there was a competition many, many years ago. Mm. Um, I think we, we, were, we were discussing it a couple of weeks ago, actually, that there was... A, division that the Sharks won with their ladies team many, many years ago, but okay. it was well and truly before my time, before Centennial was built, as okay. far as I'm aware, so it's, we've gone back quite a few years. Yeah. But netball has always been the, the domineering sport for, for women, really. Uh, so it is interesting to see, because we're going to be drawing those comparisons of, mm. of um, where those two sort of sports line up. Yeah. Much similarly to where um, in the AFL at the moment, they're very invested in people with basketball experience. I was going to say, yeah, I've played with girls who came across from basketball in Perth and their first seasons never played footy before. And I think just the fact they've had such a physical game, like coming from such a physical game, yeah. they just take to it like water. Yeah. Like the skill transfer is ridiculous. I'm like, why can't I be like that? Why didn't I play basketball? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can't do it all. <laughs> Unfortunately not. I try. Now, Rikai, you said that you've um, mostly played defence in all the sports that you've played. Yeah. So obviously you would have played a fair bit of netball and played in defence as well there. Yeah. So what sort of positions were you playing there? Were you goalkeeper, goal ta- oh, sorry, goal, goal defence? Yeah. Those sort of roles. Yeah. How does your, like your netball default sort of thing changed when playing football where obviously what you would do playing netball you um, defend the pole more than you defend yeah whereas you know with football rather than trying to defend the goal posts you're, you're actually defending the player how does how does, the, how does that work for you does, is it difficult to sort of change your mindset um actually no okay. I've actually figured out like you're I, just a gun and everything you're <laughs> right <laughs> I just um I don't know, it just comes off like a natural habit. Like, as soon as I'm on someone, um, I just, you know, I'm on my toes and I'm bouncing. I'm like, I'm literally like, they're, 
basically like half on my body and I'm half on there. Yeah, just remember you're doing a lot of hand signals for <laughs> people who are going to be listening to this tomorrow. Yeah, no, Have can't a... see us. <laughs> sit on our hands, Carol. Sit on our hands. That's all right. Keep going. So, so, so tell me, um, you, you were saying how you're defending football? Yeah, so basically just... I'm on my side to them and I'm just on my toes constantly. So as soon as they move, I'm on to moving. Um, it's also just keeping, you know, peripheral, peripheral vision. <laughs> so I've got, you know, being in netball and being on your side to them all the time, you've got, you know, you can see the ball better and you can also see your player. And I feel like that has worked a lot for me in footy as well. And a lot, I know a lot of the other girls in the, you know, in the defence, they do the same thing. Okay. <laughs> so it's kind of like, they, I, when we got in our little groups last week on the game day, I just said, oh, look, girls, if this helps, this is what I do, like a sort of netball thing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a few of the younger ones trying it, and it seemed to really, I, I find that it really works for me because it keeps my eye on the player and I can see everything that's coming towards me. Yeah. But, yeah. And that's really good too because it's tricky in defence. You don't want to be caught behind your player too often because obviously yeah. if they're taking a mark out in front, um, there's not really much you can do except for obviously trying to get over the top and spoil, yeah. which is tricky if obviously you're playing on someone who's taller than you. So it's oh, yeah. <laughs> one, of those, one of those many challenges. But that's, it's good that you've come up with your own sort of skill and sort of way to go about it. So yeah, it's very interesting. Well done. <laughs> uh, very good. Okay, so now it's time to, uh, now usually here we would move on to Snake's uh, shirt front or shepherd. <laughs> Unfortunately, he's not here, um, so I'm feeling a little bit old school, so we're going to roll this back to uh, where it first began, back to the Whopper's Wallop. So basically what happens is we um, just let anybody know if anybody's done anything silly out there and they need to cop a wallop from our good old mate Richter the Whopper Wallace. Now, uh, Sean, you were telling me a little bit of a story about um, Abby the Bulldog. (laughs) Bulldozer. Bulldozer, sorry. (laughs) Abby the Bulldozer. Now, um, just quickly, that is a very apt nickname. Oh, Uh, definitely. It is. It's great. She's earned that one. I saw her fend off a, a shepherd, take a bump, and then go and tackle somebody to get them holding the ball. It was brilliant and the whole thing should be tough it was it was fantastic um now she copped an elbow during that game didn't she indeed right mm. to the side of her nozzle yeah um yeah i didn't say i just saw kind of a pat go in and then oh, heard a Denmark right girl. <laughs> i heard a denmark girl like apologizing a lot which is very nice yeah oh, they're um, both on the ground and the denmark girl was like i'm so sorry yeah <laughs> poor abs clutching her nose and then um went off because she was bleeding and was a bit upset because it was her 21st birthday the next day, so not an ideal time to get a split face, but it was okay. It was a minuscule split. So <laughs> did, Didn't she walk away with a, a shiner as well? Yeah, yeah. it did. It blacked yeah. up a little bit. That's all right. Straight she off was, her face. Oh. She covered it with like, concealer and makeup <laughs> the next right. night. Thanks well, for makeup. <laughs> she looked great in the photos. So, she did. Um, well done <laughs> for her makeup. She would have looked great with the shiner there too. Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think she would have worn it proudly. But <laughs> I don't think that. <laughs> But I think we have to throw a wallop out to the young lady who uh, decided to try and ruin Abby's uh, 21st birthday. Yeah, 21st birthday. So, um, yeah. I think Bulldozer would have given her the wallop if it had been Abby. I think so. (laughs) So, good on you, you, Bulldozer. But uh, whoever you are, just you're copping a wallop, whoever you were. But uh, well done for apologising. I I like that. That is great sportsmanship. Yeah. It is good. It's very nice. 
Yeah, we're a bit short on wallops for tonight, so we're just going to have to go with the one tonight. But, um, <laughs> that's all right. Ladies, if you are listening, you need to come and let me know. Yeah, we'll um, keep track. We'll make lists. Yeah. It's happening. Oh, yeah. It needs to happen, you know. And, I mean, if, it, if we don't pick it up here, we could always throw it in front of the judge. So that's uh, that's another thing that could that's happen. It. Judge Skinny could get stuck into you as well. So, Fantastic. Yeah. Any snitches, please come my way. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to take all come snitches. Forth. All coming. <laughs> all right. So... Uh, as we said, we're moving forward into the Kangas game this week. A uh, mm-hmm. bit of a friendly slash rough rivalry coming up. Mm-hmm. So we're going to roll over to the Feeding Frenzy forecast where what we're going to do tonight, same as we do every other time, is we're going to have a, uh, a bit of a look into what we're going to do next week and we're going to make a gutsy call on who we think is going to do something a bit special this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll, I'll go first. It's quite simple. It's just, just simply this. Um, so this week I'm backing that we're going to be uh, under some pressure in that defensive line set up this, this week because obviously, as we said, Kings are a really good side. So I'm actually backing uh, Bomber to get, a, get one of the best on. I reckon she'll be in the top four this week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's my call. I think she's going to have to do some... I think she's got a work cut out for her, but I think she's going to, I think she's going to shine with the opportunity. Mm-hmm. So... That's my gutsy call for this week. So, um, who's feeling game? Who wants to be next? I'll go. I'm going to pick Emily. She didn't get a game last week, just purely on training numbers. And, you know, yep. we've got large numbers, which is great for someone had a rest. But I think she'll be the squad this week. And um, she's got a mad kick on her. So, I reckon she'll bang a couple and be yep. very handy in moving the ball down the field. So, I think she might get up there. Very good. Mm. Okay. What do you oh. think? I honestly reckon Marley. Oh, yeah. But she's just a gun. Little pocket, right? <laughs> yeah, even last yeah. weekend, she just copped so many hits and everything. Everyone was aiming for her. But I reckon she's, yeah, I, she plays well every game. I reckon she might get best on ground. You reckon she get best on? I, yeah. I can definitely see that. Mm. She is a gun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she got fourth best on against Denmark. Fortunately, oh. got a BWS voucher, which is a little 16 year old. So. <laughs> Whoever wrote it down didn't really check what the award was before putting her name down, but hopefully she gets something more age-appropriate this week. Yeah. Uh, does, that, does that mean that if, if someone's got a better prize but she's age-appropriate, she gets the better prize? Well, I did offer her my indoor, um, Albany Indoor Adventures. Oh, okay. Mm. Oh, that was good. But her mum wanted the, I think her mum took the BWS ah. voucher, so <laughs> Emma. Good on you for taking Emma one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> better luck next time, Custard. <laughs> All right, so that's that's a nice easy one out of the way, the Feeding Frenzy forecast. Thanks for that, ladies, and thanks for taking your gutsy calls. <laughs> now, um, just quickly, we were talking uh, before the show a bit about your work, Sean. So you're Ooh. now looking at your one-year anniversary of moving to Albany. Yep. So congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> it's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here all week trying to <laughs> Do you know where to find me? Yeah, that's right. Well, we do. We do know where to find you. We need to find you at South Coast. Medicine, sports medicine, medicine that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. And so you're into your first year of working there now as well. So you pretty much came down with the job, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. relocated for it. So, so yeah. um, we were having a bit of a joke because obviously you being a physio means that you can pick out who, who is injured from other teams and stuff <laughs> when they come, come through your door. If they come through my door, that's yeah. right, that's right. But um, how do you, do you think that you have sort of any advantage? Because you obviously strapped all the men throughout the men's season last mm. year. Um, do you sort of have any advice that you give to the ladies as far as their first seasons in football? Mm. So it's a bit of a bit of a big question, I know, but like, do you, 
if, if you had to give some advice, like, yeah. which was pretty general, what would you sort of say? I'd just say get in and get the ball and get involved straight up. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing, except your own teammates. Yeah. Um, just be as loud as you can, be as supportive as you can, um, and just, yeah, honestly, get your hands on the ball and get in there early mm-hmm. is my best advice. Um, that's what really helps me. And I've, uh, yeah, explained that to a couple of the young girls and they seem to take it on board, so... Yeah. Yeah, so do you think sort of getting your hands dirty early just gives you that confidence sort of factor as well as sort of just that muscle memory of understanding, you know, how the ball works and how it moves? And yeah, huge. The longer you hang back, the harder it is to put your head over the ball and get involved. So I think just taking a bump, taking the hit, you just get that nervous energy out and you go for it. So yeah, I think that helps. Okay, that's mm. really good. That's good advice. Go bulldoze somebody. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Take a leaf out of Abby's book. That's, that's exactly what we like. Um, now, Rico, same question for you. Obviously, being your first, you were playing your first game uh, of senior football last Friday. Yeah. Do you have any advice, sort of like, or, or anything that you want to share from your first experience? Um, just as soon as you get that ball, just run. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Probably one that I learned is don't run. Don't run for too long. <laughs> Okay, I took on like four people, bashed them all out the way, but then got done for too far. But hey, you made a good, a solid 30, 40 metres. Oh, no, maybe not 20 metres. <laughs> 15 even. Oh, gosh. It did good. So, so your big tip would be bounce. Yeah. <laughs> bounce to bottom. I can't bounce, but just kick it as soon as you get to the 10. <laughs> have you have you thought about doing the because obviously if you're not allowed to bounce if you can't bounce the ball you are obviously allowed to do the touch of the ball on the ground sort of trick have you thought about trying to do that no one told me that <laughs> wouldn't have been a good idea in that situation those girls are hot in your heels so yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think if I did that I would have tripped over my own feet <laughs> all right so your so we'll change that your your new, your new one is now just get rid of it yeah first option that's what you want to hear first option go with the first option very just good just count right. your fifth do you think you would have had time to count though? No. Going through that? <laughs> no, I kind of just forgot that I was like, in that situation, I guess I was kind of like, crap, I'm going to get tackled. I'm going to run. <laughs> so I just had the ball and I just sprinted and then forgot about the steps. And, yeah. I didn't even know why I got pulled up to. They did the be- did the whistle and I was like, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least you were honest about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Some way to learn. Oh, that's it. So, um, like, as I said, you know, looking really forward to, to this game on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, also really cool they're going to be at Centennial because uh, yeah. I think technically speaking it gets a bit confusing here, but we are at home, but it's not technically classified as a home game. Bizarre, yeah, but that's cool. Odd. Which, <laughs> look, it's been a funny, last year was a funny year, this year's going to be a funny year again. Yeah. Um, hopefully <laughs> Auntie Rona just stays out of Albany, leaves us alone so we can play our full season this year. Fingers crossed. <laughs> that's right. So I don't care whose game is where as long as we're playing footy, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you there. <laughs> so obviously our stadium is pretty exciting because we've got all the seating and everything. Mm. So it's a really cool sort of atmosphere having all those people that you can sort of see as you're playing. Yeah. Um, but you you just you you won't even get a chance to look at them, will you? Really, because it's just going to be game on, and it's going to be you know action action packed yeah. and you're yeah. looking at what's going on. Not so. much. Look at the crowd in the centre, <laughs> trying to run around, not dying. <laughs> Although you are thinking in the back of your head, just don't do something stupid. You're yeah. just going to you do something stupid, and everyone's going to laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because um, obviously there's there's quite a few people playing their first seasons of football. You know, whether it be one or two. 
Um, and I think we're into our fourth season or so of this competition anyway, but it's it's good to see that, you know, when, when mistakes are made, no one is really laughing at people. You can't be. Not when it's such a young league and um, girls who haven't played before are playing. Mm. It's all it's one massive learning curve, so yeah, you, know, you just shake it off, you say like can't do that or change this for next time, so we try and avoid that happening and mm. move on. But the skills are picking up so fast, that's the best part about it. Huge. Yeah. So yeah. many new girls in our team and I was looking around at training the other night and I was really impressed with how people have gone. It's it's awesome to see. Yeah. I was having this chat, um, season one with uh Caitlin and and Mel Medham, um, yeah. last year's captain of the Sharks. And she was saying that she was really excited about looking at the game and getting it to more of an aerial game like what the men's football sort of looks like where obviously travelling you know, with big kicks and things like mm. that. And just seeing what I've seen in the last couple of years, the development of that, is already looking really exciting. You yeah. know, there's, there's going to be some big movers and shakers, I reckon. In yeah, and especially as girls start playing younger and the skills just start younger, you know, the issue now is we're transferring across from other sports and these skills are relatively new mm. but the younger you start and hey if a junior league gets started here or you know like Perth Oz kicks huge for girls now whereas five years ago it's one or two girls in Oz kick yeah so it's just yeah it's only going to get better and better and that's what's going to happen next hopefully is we're going to see you know ladies competitions at all ages um, rather than I mean obviously at the moment it's exciting seeing someone like Marley playing under 16s mm. but it'd be nice to see her play in her own league yeah, and we have a little Sammy who's 13. She's wow. doing amazing, yeah. That is really cool. Did yeah. she play on Friday night? She did, yeah. yeah. Little wow. blonde gal in defence, so she's good. Awesome. She's got a foot on her too. Old. Yep, unreal. That is awesome. She's yeah. got the height as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was about to say it would be nice to have her on the podcast, but I learned last year with um, young Max Baker that it's hard to um, manage school kids with their... Uh, at the bedtime. So. <laughs> <laughs> work in dinner time, yeah. <laughs> That's right, so. <laughs> uh, very cool. All right, ladies. Uh, so, I think we've ticked off all the fun parts. Um, we're looking really forward to next week's game, um, which is obviously, well, by the time you're listening to this tomorrow, it'll be Thursday, so it'll be tomorrow night's game. <laughs> so this will, this will be out Thursday morning for anybody who's uh, excited to get stuck into this. So it's time, I think, if we start wrapping this up, so it means it's time for the Fast Five. Right. Oh, gosh. Okay. Now, <laughs> you guys have been told, you've been warned about this. It's pretty simple. I've got five questions up my sleeve, and I'm just going to shoot them. I want the first answer that comes off the top of your head. Just both of us at the same time. Uh, so I might start with Raquel. I'll start okay. with you this time, oh, I think. No. So I'll yeah, yeah, with two of us. All right. So the first one's the one we've discussed already. So who is your celebrity doppelganger? Oh, God. I don't even remember her name. I just know what she looks like. <laughs> Amelia Clark. That one. Yeah. <laughs> put your hair in braids and bend. That's it. So we're going to have to see that. We're going to have to get your hair in braids. Yes. Get a photo of that for, for later, but that's good. All right, over to you, Sean. Okay, I'm ready. So who is your celebrity dog? Oh, here? right. Um, oh, we don't really know. I just said Google brunette with a square head and hopefully an actress comes up. <laughs> I don't uh, know. That's my, that's my best bet. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna we're gonna have to work on that. So that one, <laughs> if you're listening to this today on Thursday, stand by. We're gonna do some research. We're gonna find you a proper celebrity doppelganger. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So stand by for that one. All right. This is a nice, real easy one for you both. So okay, same with you and Sean. You're gonna answer the same question. Okay. What would be your last meal on death row? Oh, oh gosh, that's a hard one. 
Definitely Jojo's pizza. Oh, <laughs> What, what type of pizza just quickly? You're going to hate this, but vegetarian. Uh, I don't hate that. <laughs> I love it. I got one with, like. With or without pineapple? Mm, with pineapple, ah, definitely. Wrong yep. answer. <laughs> Always going to have pineapple in your pizza. All right. All right. <laughs> Shan, same question. Um, mine would be grilled or okay. Guzman and Gomez Cali burrito. Oh. Cali burrito, for anybody that doesn't know, it's a burrito with chips in it. And you get the veggie mix, and it is mm-mm, amazing. I one to a kebab. That's what this town is missing. Because men and go I was going to say, surely there'd be somewhere you could get that, but no, apparently not. No, you just have to make it at home. Just okay. go for a Perth trip. That. Yeah. That's right. So Perth trip or dinner at Shan's. Yeah. yeah. Either way, I can work with other of those. That's the one. All right. Uh, back to you, Mikaia. Who is the worst dancer at the club? Who's the worst dancer? Oh, gosh. We actually haven't seen anyone. Oh, I've oh. seen Abby dance at the club. <laughs> that's the only person I've seen. <laughs> okay, that's fair enough. <laughs> so, I guess we have to tick Abby on that box. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go. Nick. Nicky Betts. Say don't break it down a few times. Gosh, I've seen I the videos she... on the group chat from yeah. last season. Yeah. I think she's actually pretty good. Well, yeah. But I'm just going to take the piss out of it. That's right. We can do that. Okay. Next question. Uh, who's the most likely to call you from the cop shop at two o'clock in the morning? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Out of our squad? Out of your squad. <laughs> oh, I think everyone's pretty well behaved. That's not what we're doing. Maybe. Oh, you... oh, God, I don't even know. All right, we'll give Rekha another second to think about it. Sean, you've obviously got one. Oh, maybe Bulldozer. She's probably... <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> probably got a fart or something. No, she's not a fart. She's probably tackling somebody yeah. in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to touch me? What? Boom. Um, probably Abby. It's probably the one Just person I know the, the best out of the group. Oh, right. Abby's confident. We love you, Abby. Yeah. <laughs> Good value. She, she's going to have to come back on and re- redeem herself. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. She was great. Um, we had her on last year, and that podcast I think was the highest um, highest listened to one of the female season. And <laughs> I can tell hilarious. you, it was brilliant. She Ripper. was very funny. Yeah. It was very cool. So that's um, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm I'm fine that she's copped it tonight because she's a lot of fun. So that's that's fine. We let her get away with that one. <laughs> Time for the final question. Who is your favourite Disney villain? Oh, oh wow, where are you heading? Heading us with some fun ones here. Oh my god. I listen to Disney songs every day at work. So I should know this. <laughs> favourite. I don't know if you can have a favourite villain. You're meant to hate them all. Yeah, but some of them are so good you can't hate them. Or you mm. sort of like side with them a little bit. Who have we got? Let me log into Disney Plus. And like, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to run through movies. Cruella DeVille's got style. You've got to admit that yeah. or admire that. Yeah. Um, Scar from Lion King. He's, he's a oh, scary one. Yeah. But, mm, you know, just don't know if I rate that. Um, Jafar is it Jafar from Milan? Yeah, yeah. Cool. He's also pretty scary. Um, oh, I'm trying to think of Milan. What's the? Oh, oh sh- my god! Oh. He is the stuff of nightmares. Yeah. Oh, I don't god. know what his name is, but oh, um, I, can't think of it I have Milan movies on VCR. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. No, we had a bunch of VCRs back at home. I think I'll go Scar. Scar. It's OG five Disney movie. So let's keep him. The, the closest one. I'll, I watched Peter Rabbit with my rabbit last night, so. <laughs> 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 I, 
<laughs> I'm going to say Mr. McGregor. <laughs> Fair I don't think that's a Disney movie. But we'll, we'll... Yeah, it was on Disney Plus. Okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. oh, there oh. we go. Well, that's getting a pass. Well done. <laughs> I personally, um, I'm a huge fan of Emperor's New Groove. I love that movie. And I, 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 love... I haven't seen it in years. Oh, really? Um, I just love Eastman. Kronk? Yeah, Kronk and Eastman. Oh, Kronk's a They're not. brilliant. But <laughs> the, the other one that really comes to mind is um, that... that real cackle of a laugh that Ursula has from the Little Mermaid. Oh, oh. yes. You know, when she gets really big, she's like, ha, ha, ha. I love that yeah. laugh. That is brilliant. That is, that is good stuff. That's scary. Maleficent. Oh, yes. She's a wicked. Did you uh, put Disney Plus there in the corner there? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nobody can see you. You can do it Nobody knows. All right. So, um, ladies, thank you very much for joining us for episode one of season three. Um, very exciting to be back up and running. Very exciting that footy's back. Yeah. Please stay away, Auntie Rona. We don't want anything more to do with you. Yeah. We've had enough. We want to socially distance ourselves from her. She can go away. Um, all the best this week for Friday's game. Um, looking forward yeah. to being down there and watching and see how you both get on. Um, other than that, ladies, I think there's only one way to finish the show. And how do we do it, ladies? Out the, the Sharks! sharks.